1: Thanks for joining me here tonight. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to be on a short show tonight, but just wanted to come to you tonight with a Gay Mass show. It's been a while since I've done one, a week or two, and so I wanted to bring to you the Gay Mass show. Um, David, by the way, don't feel obligated to stay. If you need to go, go. I, mean, I just wanted to say hi to you. So you don't have to stay. You can go. No big deal. <laughs> um, so have fun. Have a good night. I appreciate you stopping by. So anyway, um, I am um, tonight talking about several things, gay-related topics, and uh, sorry about the beginning of the show. I'm still, I mean, I swear, I've done probably, I don't know, 20 shows on here, and it's still not the best, um, the easiest way to start a show. I mean, when if you go through the broadcasting thing that the show actually has, the broadcasting thing, it's fine, but if you want to do it on your own, where you can take callers and all that kind of stuff, it just is not... For some reason, I couldn't hear myself on the mic or no one could hear me uh, on the mic in my uh, in in the chat room or on the show. So um, I know this way it works. So I'm going to do this and no calls tonight yet again, unfortunately. Um, but if you want to chime in, you can feel free to go in the chat room at Spreaker.com. It's Spreaker.com slash user slash Off Limits show or Off Limits. I can't remember which anyway. And you can uh, just look for Off Limits on Spreaker.com. And I'm live right now on there. Um, also... When the show's over, you can always check it out on iTunes, but iTunes is having an issue for some reason where um it broadcasts the first few shows, but the first the last four like five or six shows I've done it is not coming up on iTunes. I mean you try to play it on iTunes, it doesn't work. So I sent an email to Apple about it. Hopefully they will um you know fix the issue. Until then, you can always download the Spreaker app, it's free. Uh, if you have an iphone and you can use it there and they probably have an app for android as well i'm not sure or other um types of uh, cell phones <clears throat> excuse me smartphones but you can listen to it there as well as of course on the site so anyway tonight is a gay mass show gay mass show we talk about gay topics gay issues gay culture um and we just kind of discuss you know whatever is going on in the gay world these days and so there's a lot of things going on actually right now um And, uh, so I want to talk about those tonight as well. Um, and I do have, uh, what was I going to say here? Um, hold on. Sorry. And I do have, um, a few things to say also about, uh, what's going on in, in Russia. I mentioned that at the other time last week or yesterday, whenever I did the show last can't remember. And, uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, some gang members being arrested uh, as a result of um, some vigilance by the New York Police Department um, who were bashing gay people all over the city. Um, also, we're going to talk about Queen Latifah, uh, Andre Andre, Andre Talley, uh, and also Top Bottom Versatile and some gay issues like that. And daddies in the gay community, as well as um, some other issues. So we have a lot to discuss. So I wish I could take callers tonight because I really would like to hear what you have to say, but unfortunately, I'll just do a short show and kind of talk about these things myself. So anyway, the first thing I want to talk about was first of all, actually social security social security, social security benefits <laughs> sorry, are now being um, are available now to gay couples um, that are married in states that recognize gay marriage. So if you're living in a state where gay marriage is recognized, you can now inherit. <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, take part in your actual, um, in your actual um partner's benefits. So if your partner dies or something, you can now inherit the benefits before the repeal of the one section of DOMA. Um, they were no longer able. They were not able to do that, and now they can. So that's a great, great thing for people, especially if you're older and your spouse dies. You've been together for thirty, forty years, whatever, and he, he or she dies, and now you can inherit their Social Security benefits, uh, just like a heterosexual couple's person would. So that's what's great about that. Um, also, it's just some news first. Also, um, there's, as I said, uh, there's a Bronx gang that's been going around. You may have heard. Uh, about the fact that there's been a lot of um, gay bashings in New York City, especially over the past like six months or so. And they have been very brutal and very frequent. Just like as soon as they solve one case, another one would come up the following week. So they've determined that it has been the work of one particular group of individuals who are who have been going around and actually beating up gay people in um, in, in New York City, in the Bronx uh, as well as the surrounding suburbs or boroughs, as they call them there. <clears throat> and so, fortunately, they have, are now off the street and now being tried for murder, um, as well as attempted murder, and uh, on like seventeen counts or something like that—something really crazy. So I'm really glad to hear that that's happened because it's been really scary because in New York City, you're supposed to feel safe. I mean, of all places in this country, it's supposed to be one of the most liberal cities here. And you're supposed to be able to really be free to be yourself, whatever you are. But unfortunately, there are crazy people everywhere, as in New York as well as anywhere else. So it isn't exactly you know, a surprise, but it is unfortunately what's going on there. So fortunately, that's been cur- curtailed. Um, and what was the other thing? Uh, Oh, and uh, what was the next piece of news? Oh, Andrew Talley. I don't know if you guys knew who he is. He's been around for a long time. He's a fashion um, guy. And if you, you know him, if you saw him, most people know him when they see him, but he says he's very effeminate and very girl, this girl and stuff like that, you know, whatever. And he says that he is not gay and he's like, I don't know, almost 60 or something. And he's been, it's been very well, you know, well known or understood that he was gay for all these years. And actually now he is saying that he's not gay and never has been. So I'm not really sure what that's about. It's very obvious the man is gay. And I guess it's, it's not fair to actually judge somebody's sexual orientation based upon their, their effeminacy uh, or their lack thereof, you know, depending on the case you're trying to make. But this guy is so completely over-the-top gay, it's really surprising to say he's not. So maybe he isn't, maybe he is, but he's also black, so maybe it has something to do with the fact he's from a black family and they they you know don't believe in that at all, typically, because of culture and religion. <clears throat> so we'll see what happens with that. And then um, uh, the other thing was Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah has a new talk show, and she is going to be, um, I think it airs in a couple of weeks or something like that, And, um, anyway, as a result of this talk show, she said to all the press, she said she'll discuss, she will, she'll discuss everything on her talk show, but she will not discuss her sexual orientation. And it's been long rumored that she's a lesbian. And it's even been pretty much confirmed. I mean, people, they've taken photographs of her kissing her quote unquote trainer. She takes everywhere with her and, uh, she has spoken at some gay pride events or whatever, but she's never come out and said she's gay. And so I really have a problem with stars who don't come out I mean it's as I've said before it is absolutely positively their um, absolute prerogative as a celebrity to come out whenever they're ready to come out it's their prerogative um, but it doesn't to me excuse the fear that they have um, or excuse the, the the decision not to come out because because when when some a celebrity does come out, it helps. I've said this before. It, a celebrity comes out, it does help the community as a whole be perceived by the rest of society as oh, you know, I've always loved Queen Latifah, or I've always loved Ellen, or I've always loved Melissa Etheridge, or I've always loved um, I don't know, well, Elton John or whatever. And when they come out, that person thinks, oh wow, well, if this person is gay that maybe gay people aren't so bad maybe gay people are just like me or you i mean not everybody's going to have that kind of epiphany especially immediately but i'm saying as a whole it does help the community and so when they do come out is always an amazing thing you know and i think it's really kind of cowardly not to come out a lot of times they'll say you know oh well my sexual orientation my sex life is my own business it's no one else's business but my own blah 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 well that may be true however when you're a celebrity People, especially if you're an actor or an actress, people like to fantasize about being with you or whatever. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, or or thinking about what it might be like if they're attracted to you or something. And so, um, so I understand a lot of times that's the reason they don't come out, especially if they're actors or actresses. But it is completely, to me, cowardly not to actually come out and just be your fucking self when i know it's difficult and they have they could lose money they could lose parts whatever i get that i really do get that but it isn't an excuse and to me i'm getting really tired of these people not coming out and there's so many people in the closet still today that are famous 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 people actors and actresses and singers and and uh public figures that are you would never know that are gay you would never in a million years think because they've set their lives up to conceal that fact Uh, from the public so unfortunately it is and has been uh something that's been happening since hollywood you know began and you know they used to have the studios to protect them and these days they have the press to some degree um but because we have paparazzi we have the internet it's much more difficult now to be uh conceal the fact that you're gay if you are but anyway i think she should just come out be herself and say fuck you to people who don't like it which is what i would expect from someone like her her personality to me seems like one that would be that way but who knows all right gonna take a break come back and we're gonna talk about the main topics for tonight we're gonna talk about uh, several things um gay related stuff so i'll be right back after this sometimes i
0: Sometimes I feel like saying, Lord, I just don't care, but you've got the love I need to see me through. You lose.
1: All right. So we're back. Thanks for joining me tonight on the show or listening in the archives. I appreciate it. So, um, there have been, um, several, um, there's just one story about a guy who went to the doctor and this is recent and went to the doctor and the doctor had put one of those little codes, you know, on his form when, from where, you know, when he's going, what is it, the diagnosis form or whatever you get like a receipt or something for your insurance company or whatever. Sometimes you get those. I've seen them before and there's like a number with like three digits dot something on there. And his said three two three two oh point eight or something like that. And he is curious to see what it meant. so he looked it up when he got home on the computer and it said that he was suffering from homosexual behavior. From significant, overt homosexual behavior. So the guy was like, What the fuck? And so he first he was amused by it, and then he's like, What the fuck? And so he actually reported it to the office and said, why, why did you put this on my um, form? You know, why? You know, being gay is not a medical condition. And they said, oh, we're sorry. We just, you know, the doctor puts that sometimes if someone's gay, so it lets us know they're gay. And he's like, why do you need to know if I'm gay or not? What does that have to do with my health? And, you know, and so anyway, so the guy was kind of upset about it, and they ended up refunding his copay because of it. But there was a time when gay people, gay men specifically, were considered to be um, deviant and considered to be, uh, it used to be considered an actual disease or um, syndrome or something that you could be cured, you know, which some people still believe these days. And the uh, it hasn't been that way since the '70s, since it was ruled by the Psychological Association of America or whatever American Psychological Association, whatever it's called, APA, uh, that it was not, uh, no, it was no longer a condition that was to be considered medical. And a lot of people today still feel that being gay is a choice. Still feel being gay is something that's you know a medical condition or or whatever. And I just wanted to say I get really tired of hearing that because it's like what difference does it make if it were a choice or not? it isn't a choice. I mean, sexual orientation is something that is set before you're even born. It's set in your brain. It is set at at birth, before birth, excuse me. And so it has to do with hormones. It has to do with testosterone and estrogen. It has to do with stress levels. Your mother It has to do with loss yet. There's a lot of, a lot of things that, that determine in you know, genetics, obviously what your sexual orientation is going to be. And none of them involve choice unless you want to, we want to blame an infant for the choice they make in the womb, which they don't make because they never make the choice in the first place but let's just for a second say that it were a choice to be gay. Why would being gay why would that make being gay any less um, any less deserving of civil liberties and civil rights? Why would that make being gay any more um, different than being anything else? I mean, it doesn't matter if someone is gay by choice or by um, birth because you're still going to deny people their rights simply because you don't believe in it. So it really has nothing to do with that. Um, whether it's born into you or not. And I get really tired of hearing people say that, like it makes a difference. So, you know, people will often defend being gay and say, well, it's not a choice. It's not a choice. And so I understand what they're saying to people, especially people who are bigots or or based upon religious beliefs or whatever. It's not going to change somebody's mind who thinks that way anyway, whether it's a choice or not. I remember when I was in college, we had, we had a rabbi, we had a Christian priest. I'm sorry. We had a rabbi, a Catholic priest and a Protestant priest. And all three of them were there, and they came to the gay and lesbian um center uh at s m u when I was uh, a freshman and I was part of the group and um there's about fifty of us in it and we were we were um listening to the, these three people talk and these three about homosexuality and of course, the Catholic guy said homosexuality is a sin it says' it in the bible. the Protestant guy said the same thing, and then there was the um the other one, uh, the Jewish person, who said the same thing. So, uh, not that it was in the Bible, but that it was frowned upon or whatever in the Jewish religion. So, I, I raised my hand and I asked them all. I said, "What would you do if it came out tomorrow that it without it was irrefutable, irrefutable evidence that being gay is not a choice that someone makes or that sexual orientation by any." For anyone, gay, straight, whatever, is not a choice at all, but it is set before you're born. This is something I asked. I was 19. I asked this question and I said, you know, cause I would, I would be curious to know how that would change your philosophy or your, your belief system, because your belief system is based upon the Bible or the Talmud or the Quran or not the Quran, the Talmud or the uh, Torah or whatever, you know, you believe in. So how would that really change your belief system? Would you then not believe anything else the Bible tells you, or would you would you take that as face value? And how would that change what you think about homosexuals? And they said, well, then I guess we would have to, um, what did he say? He said, I guess we, then we would just have to um, work on making gay people straight. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? So it's irrefutable that being gay is a choice, not a choice, I mean. And you're still going to say that you still want to make gay people like everybody else. And he's like, yeah, because that's the Bible says it's wrong to be gay, whether it's born that way or not. So I said, OK, so is it wrong to have blue eyes? No. Is it wrong to have, you know, blonde hair or dark hair or, or brown skin or, or pale skin? Is it wrong to have um, to be tall or short? Is it wrong for any of these things? No, because those are not choices. I said, exactly. There's not choices. What's a choice? about it. And it's been proven that it's not a choice. So how is it you're allowing these things to pass by you? Why is being blue eyed, not evil? And why is being gay considered evil, even though they're both not choices? So he sat there for a minute and thought about it and and just kind of scratched his head a little bit and was like, um, well, I don't know I have to think about it more or not to really research it, whatever. So no matter what I gave him, whatever kind of sort of proof I gave him, he still, was all about you know defending his belief system, which is based on nonsense, which is based on what human beings believed you know almost three thousand years ago so or you know it's really not two thousand years ago it's not about anything other than that. so it doesn't matter if you present people who don't believe in being gay or whatever with the fact it is a choice or it's not a choice. it doesn't matter to them. ultimately, if they're bigoted, they're bigoted. It doesn't matter to them if you—it's a choice for you or if it's just who you are. All that matters is that they don't like gay people. They don't like people who are different than they are for one reason or the other. And a lot of times, people who are homo- homophobic are also racist or misogynist or you know anti-Semitic or whatever the case may be. So, you know, you know, people who are one thing typically are another when it comes to these bigotry type, these bigoted type views. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that I think that. Saying that all the time is really annoying, and that's why I get annoyed when I hear people say it. It's not a choice. It's not a choice. It doesn't fucking matter if it's a choice because there really isn't an argument. The argument should be that I am what I am for whatever reason, and I have the right to live my life the way that I want to live it as long as I'm not harming someone else. I have the right to be who and what I am regardless of what you think because it isn't your decision to decide for me who I'm supposed to be or what life I'm supposed to lead. It isn't your decision to pass judgment upon me because it's different than what you are. So these are the things that make a good argument, in my opinion. And I really, you know, so I think if you remember that in the future, um, and it changes the conversation from from whether it's about it, it's a choice or not. A lot of times when you get mired down in that and you're discussing this with someone who's against homosexuals, um, that's, what the, that's the discussion turns to that. Instead of talking about what's right for civil liberties, from a civil liberties standpoint, you're, you turn to talking about whether it's a choice or not, and somehow that remains the question that somehow validates whether it is or isn't okay. And so not getting mired down in that allows you to really focus on what's really important, which, are, which is equality under the law. And whether it's about gay marriage or protection of the law for, for employment or for um, being, you know, harassed or, or whatever, the same benefits, everything, the same benefits, responsibilities, everybody else gets heterosexuals get gay people want, whether it's marriage or something else. So it's a pretty simple proposition. Hopefully it makes sense to you. Okay, going to take a break, come back, and I'm going to talk about some other issues. Be right back.
2: I'll always be there Sometimes, Sometimes if I shout It's not what's intended These words just come out With no cross too bad I'm sorry but I'm just thinking of the right words to say I know they go sound the way I planned
1: Tonight about gay stuff as usual here on Gay Mass. Um, So I I was looking at a uh, um, article about. Oh, first of all, I want to say something. Oh, yeah. So yesterday was it yesterday? I guess Saturday. Technically Saturday. um, I went to dinner with my husband, and we got an argument, which happens when you're married sometimes. And um, he decided to walk away, leave the restaurant, and walk home five and a half miles. And as soon as I got the check and was able to leave and get in the car, I found him on my iPhone, um, find my friend's iPhone app, and um, found where he was walking and, and, uh, up the main road. And um, I told him to get in the car, and he wouldn't get in the car. I told him three or four times to get in the car, he wouldn't get in the car. So up, I tried and tried and tried, he refused to get in the car. So I ended up leaving, and he went to, you know, two hours later almost, coming home, and I watched him the whole time on the dot to make sure he was actually okay. I didn't want him to get hit by a car or something. And, um, you know, and today he still hasn't spoken to me really about anything, And, and which really irritates me because I get to the point where I'm like, okay, we had a fight, we need to talk about it. But he's someone who's very different than I am, you know, and that's what I wanted to talk about. You know, I am very open with my feelings, open with my emotions. I'm very much an open book. So you never have to know what I'm thinking. I'm pretty much going to tell you exactly how I feel and if I don't tell you, you're going to be able to see it on my face. Um, and so it gets very you know, frustrating for me when I'm very open and he's not. And um, he's also very easily irritable and just gets pissed off easy about everything. So anyway, so um, I'm not quite as sensitive. And I'm a, I'm a hard fighter. I fight very hard. And when I have a point to make, I make it. So anyway, what I was trying to say is, is like, you know, if you have a spouse, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, and you're having an argument with them, um, and they, you know, aren't meeting you in the same level, it's probably just the best to just not even have a discuss- discussion about whatever you're talking about anyway, because really, um, and I even tried that. I said, you know, we can talk about this later. I said, this is not the right place to talk about it. Plus I was like, you know, you're, you're in a bad mood. And so when someone's in that mood or that that way of thought it's impossible to get through so really you're just wasting your breath so that's why I always typically talk about it if I can later when they've cooled off and so I haven't been able to talk to him yet today but I may talk to him but I haven't been able to talk about our issues yet <clears throat> he went to bed without even discussing it with me so I that pissed me off too so there's a little drama going on with me and, and him right now um, so anyway that's what I was talking about that anyway and then I read also an article about um Daddy's in the gay community. And I was thinking about how different the gay community looks at age and looks at sex it looks at sex, period. And the gay community is very generally much more open about sex than the heterosexual community because I think most gay people have been repressed for such a long period of their life and when they actually do come out they're Bursting at the seams, you know? And so they don't want to ever go back to that puritanical sort of way of living, and they have no shame about it. Um, and so they, they come out and they're like, look, this is who I am, like it or not, fuck you if you don't. And I think it's a healthy way to be, I think it's a great thing. Um, but, you know, when if you have the same types of uh, cultural constructs you have within the gay community, if you had those in the straight community, they're sometimes frowned upon, whereas in the gay community, they're not, or sometimes vice versa. So, for example, when you have someone who is um, older, an older man, and a younger guy, in the gay community, that's very typical. Um, whereas in the um, heterosexual community, if there's a really huge gap, it can be seen really bad. Especially if they're not over 18, that's a really bad thing. Um, but I'm saying, you know, if they are over 18 and the other person's like, say, one person's 18 or 19 years old and the other person is like, you know, 45 that's a huge difference especially if it's a man and a girl it's looked at sort of weird and in the gay community it can be too but i think that it's sort of within especially with gay men it's almost like um part of being gay just sort of a, a mentor type thing this is you know i don't know how to explain it exactly but it's it's something that allows you as a gay man to sort of um learn the ropes or whatever, and so it's a lot of times younger guys will be into older guys because they didn't have a dad or they had daddy issues or whatever, um, significantly older guys, um, and and I think that's perfectly fine. And some, sometimes that kind of relationship that that early on helps to heal that kid or that guy and also perhaps the older guy from um, what they didn't have with their own father. So I think it is something that um, people look down upon a lot. They look like the daddy syndrome or whatever, and there's plenty of gay men who are into that or whatever, and they, they like that. But um, and I, I personally don't see anything wrong with it either. So I just don't want to judge people based on what their needs are, and as long as they're not hurting someone else, there's no reason to look down upon it, in my opinion. So I try to be open-minded about things and not let things like that, um, you know, be an issue, but a lot of people have issues about it. Now, if you had like a 45 or 48 year old woman dating an 18 year old boy guy in the heterosexual community, that would be looked at very oddly, but not so badly as a 48 year old man dating a 19 year old girl, even though that's still really kind of gross, but to me, but, um, it is still, um, looked at more favorably than the reverse. And so I think there's a lot of double standards in the both communities sex, you know, about sex and about, um, anything. And when you're talking about someone's sexual desire, it's not something that you can really condone or not condone. Everybody has their own kinks. If you want to call it that their own things that turn them on or whatever. And I've talked about that before on the show where I've talked about the fact that people's sex, um, sexual desire is pretty much, or it's almost all in your brain. You know, your brain is what turns you on. It's not your body. Your brain turns your body on. And so whatever it is, everybody has something different that turns them on. And, for one person may be someone's physique or somebody else maybe someone's intelligence or someone else's maybe the sense of humor, even sometimes it's nothing physical at all sometimes it's completely completely devoid of physical desire, and they're still turned on sexually by it. so people have all sorts of weird and of course there's you know the weird or weird, really weird kinks that people shouldn't have and they're kind of gross, um, but everybody has something. And so as long as it's not harming somebody else and it's someone with the age of consent, then there's no reason for you to look down upon it in my in my book. I try to be open minded about it. So okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to Off Limits. to off-limits, liberal, irreverent, oh, and really, really gay.